Matthew 6, where God was talking to the Pharisees, hey, you guys are praying to be seen, you fast to be seen, you give to be seen. That's the only reward you'll ever get. Yeah. Well, you really get rewards for the things you did. You didn't do it to be seen. You just did it because that's what God wanted you to do. It had nothing to do with getting applause for it, and it's not your motivation. Because I think that for those who wait for the motivation or the applause of people, they're going to be disappointed. I was just talking to my daughter about that this morning, that it's not about keeping up with the Joneses or what everybody else has, but it's about the relationships that we've been given. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn. Along with me is Adam Page, both pastors of Deagleville, uh, talking about humility today because I think it's such an important topic. And I heard one time that humility is not thinking about yourself less. It's not thinking about yourself at all. So yeah. I think there's some fact to that. You know, it's just like, yeah, I'm not. it's not about me. It's just I'm going to worry about other people. I'm not going to worry about how I look or anything like that. Just yeah. be humble. Yeah, I think it's one of those tricky characteristics that everybody kind of wants to have in their own life. Um to be humble. Um, so I think that's what we'll be able to take a look into today. Yeah, for sure. And when you, when, to me, I think that pride is as a guy who's, I've been around for a while. I've been around in ministry for a while, seen different people, uh, different people rise up, different people fall down. And oftentimes what I've seen is the people who get prideful are the ones that tend to fall on their face. So if you're getting into that, that thing where it's so subtle, insidious Mm -hmm. like pride is tough to track sometimes in yourself you could easily see it in somebody else perhaps i think it's harder when you're looking within and so something i always prayed about and try to keep track of Mm because i realize how it can kind of sneak up on you but to me there are some aspects of pride which i think are okay and so my question is there and ever a good aspect of pride human pride yeah i think so um talk about taking pride in your family and what they've accomplished um, and seeing people maybe that you've spent time investing in right. and seeing the improvements that they've made in their life, whether it's mentally, physically, or spiritually. And as they accomplish goals, I think you can take pride in, you know, the work that you've put into them and what you've right. invested yeah. and, and God's work that he's done in your yeah. life. Yeah. Not in a way of taking credit for it. A lot of times when yeah. I would say I'm proud of my children, I would, it would be more like saying I'm happy about it. Yeah, And exactly. I think there's that sense in, in where we use pride where I'm happy about it. And there's a sense where we use pride, like, yeah, you should take a little pride in your work. You should take a pride in, in uh, your health and whatnot to motivate yourself, you know, and how your house looks and keeping it clean yeah. and things like that. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with, hey, have a little pride. Keep this place looking nice so you don't have to be embarrassed if somebody comes over. So and all that kind of, even in your own property, I think it's fine because it's not the kind of pride where you're taking credit for it or saying, look at me. It's just, you want to, in your own yeah. perspective, just say, hey, you know, I got to have a sense. I got to challenge myself to keep myself in shape. I don't know how it is for you, you know, but for me, it's not like there's anyone who challenges you to run. You challenge yourself to run. There's no one who challenges you to do better or read your Bible more. Typically, you do that yourself. I mean, Mm -hmm. you got to be challenging yourself to say, no, you know, I want to be spiritually fit. I want to be physically fit and to be doing these things. I don't think there's, you know, anything wrong with that. But one, the, the, the aspects of pride where you're getting 
so prideful that God's going to humble you where you think you're all that. You think you're more important than you are. Uh, your kind of head gets exalted. It says in, uh, or puffed up, it says in James uh, 4, 6, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Yeah. I think that's a great verse. Uh, one of the things that kind of stuck out to me as we were preparing for this is my dad used to have a saying of don't be in love with yourself. And, um, I was kind of like wondered as a kid what that meant. And uh, he pointed out there was this football player that owned a, a string of Burger Kings. Right. And he had he had the Burger King logo up on a billboard, but then he had a picture of himself, right. you know, from the 70s when he was a football player. And I kind of understood that of, of being in love with yourself, just having so much pride with what you've had instead of, you know, pride in your employees and what, right. what they've done and how, how right. well they did it for them. So yeah, this, this first does make sense that God does oppose us that are in love with ourselves, but he shows, you know, favor to those that are humble and they, they give right. care for others. Right. So maybe don't have like selfie city, you know, on your, <laughs> your Facebook wall. I, I see that as an Instagrammer, I really spend way more time on Instagram than I do on Facebook. And, you know, I'm managing the pages that I have and trying to keep up with it, but you see who you should follow and who should yeah. and who's following you and things like that. And sometimes you'll see that where you'll see one thing. That's all it is, is selfies of themselves, Yeah, which is, you know, a lot more prideful than just pictures of your cat and dog. I'm not like a fan of either of somebody just having dog pics or cat pics or themselves pics. You know, I like to see the stuff that's going on in the world. I don't care if people put themselves in scenes, you know what I'm saying? A, yeah. A waterfalls or a cityscape, whatever. I think I'm fine with that, but God's going to knock the prideful down and it says in the bible too that you shouldn't even praise yourself and i think that's a sign of pride when we want to tell somebody how good we are and this is one thing that i've found in life if i'm really as good as i think i am i don't need to say it because mm -hmm. people already see it but no amount of me saying it's ever going to make you think it if you don't see it already mm -hmm. so if you don't think that i'm good at something me telling you is not changing your opinion yeah. Right? Yeah. So you might as well, I think there's a lot of wisdom when the Bible says, hey, let somebody else's mouth praise you and not your own mouth. I think there's a lot of wisdom to that because it's pointless. For me, praising myself is absolutely meaningless. I don't I don't even need to because if you already, if I'm already doing a good job, people saw I was doing a good job, I don't need to say anything about it. Yeah. I think that's important, even in ministry and in life of having a team aspect that it's not all about one person. Um, sometimes people get exalted to the point of celebrity, right. um, you know, whether it's in uh, the business world or it's in, you know, church, right. um, instead of having that, having that team aspect and, you know, praising those who, who work alongside of you, right. you know, and what they do. Right. I think that that builds you all up as a team instead of one person specifically. Right. No, I would agree. And I think the humble give credit too. in first Corinthians four, seven, for who makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it. Why do you boast as though you did not, yeah. right? So here's Paul. It's like, well, why are we boasting about stuff? Like everything that we have, we receive, we got from God anyway. You know, all of our talents, all of our abilities. So to me, it's always pointing people back to God and saying, hey, it goes back to the Lord. It's almost like it amuses me sometimes, and I understand why people say it, and they should say it. But, you know, you'll put up a picture of a, a sunset, let's say, and you'll see, you know, people say beautiful, beautiful, beautiful is great. Like, I can't actually say thanks for that. Although sometimes there's a temptation if someone says your picture is beautiful. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
but I didn't make the picture. Yeah. It's like, I, all I did was take a picture of what God put there. Mm-hmm. You know, it has nothing to do with me. I just photographed it. I didn't create the colors. I didn't create the way it looks. It just is mm-hmm. what it was. And that's all God's stuff, not my stuff. So then I'll say, yeah, it was indeed, or yeah, it was a great day. And if they say something else where I think it's appropriate to say thanks, I'll say it. But I like to point credit back to God, not take credit. So yeah. I think that's an important part of humility. Um, I remember reading uh, this book, uh, Man in the Mirror. It's an older book uh, by Patrick Morley. And he gave the example of like a balance beam as far as pride and humility that, you you know, trying to stay on one side of it and have biblical pride on one side and have biblical humility, not going too far off and um, being self-deprecating and putting yourself down in humility, you know, and not the other side, you know, lifting yourself up too high, but kind of that balance beam of life of living it, um, you know, in, in a biblical way of thinking others, like you said in the beginning, um, above ourselves. Right. Absolutely. So, and I think too, if you're, you know, since everything comes from God and he needs credit, I'm not going to take it. And I think too, if people are doing things for applause, in other words, what the motivation is, because God knows the motive. I just read that actually in the Proverbs where God weighs the motive of the heart and he knows why we do what we do. But if we're doing it for people to applaud us or say we're great, that's the only reward we'll ever, we'll ever get. And you see it in Matthew 6 where God was talking to the Pharisees, hey, you guys are praying to be seen, you fast to be seen, you give to be seen. That's the only reward you'll ever get. Yeah. Well, you really get rewards for the things you did. You didn't do it to be seen. You just did it because that's what God wanted you to do. It had nothing to do with getting applause for it. And it's not your motivation because I think that for those who wait for the motivation or the applause of people, they're going to be disappointed because they're going to get frustrated because they're not getting it. Where if you look at it and say, no, I'm just doing it for God straight Mm -hmm. up. It doesn't really matter if I get applause for it or not, because if God's happy with it, that's good enough. Then you don't, you don't worry about it. You just go do your job. You do your thing. You want God to use it. You're more interested in, did it impact somebody or do it? I help somebody rather than somebody's applauding you for it. Let me ask you this question. Um, When you get done preaching and I know this is always kind of a tricky thing when you're, when you're preaching is, after it's all over with and people are walking out the door and shaking your hand and they tell you, great job, good job, way to go. That was a fantastic sermon. How do you respond to that um, in humility without being prideful? To me, I mean, well, if you hear it three or four times a Sunday or five or six or whatever, I yeah. mean, you're not, not everyone. Most people are just saying, hey, you know, what, how are you doing? Things like that. Yeah. Uh, for those who say it, I'll just say, hey, you know, I give the Lord all the credit in the world and that's it. I don't really put a lot of stock into it, to be honest yeah. with you. Like, it doesn't seem to motivate me much. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but it doesn't. It's just, I mean, I hear stuff all the time, and I don't even, won't even comment. Don't even tell my wife about it. You know, people might write a nice letter or something. It's just, yeah. I think it's nice they say it, and don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, I appreciate it. I think that all you want to know is it made a difference. Yeah. That's all that I'm looking for. If you feel like you're off and you're not really impacting lives, then I would be disappointed. Yeah. Because I would feel like, man, you need to, maybe you weren't praying enough or you didn't, you didn't hit the right uh, chord or you weren't clear in what you're saying because it doesn't seem like anyone's really moved. But if people are moved and their lives are changing, that's more what I'm looking for than somebody saying, hey, great job. Because I don't know, it's just. Yeah, I think that's, I a, that's a great example of yeah. humility in it. Yeah. So, but the Pharisees had to do what they wanted to do to be seen. And I think too, you know, there's nothing wrong with like, to me, I, I've expressed it this way as a photographer, you are definitely social media is built for people like myself. You know what I mean? If yeah. you, if you are, are a photographer, 
you have great platforms because you have Instagram's a great platform for oh, yeah. it. Facebook's a great platform for it. And likes are your currency. So mm-hmm. the, the currency of how well you're doing or how a photo is doing is how many likes you get because yeah. you know you want people to be able to see it and want people to be able to enjoy it and appreciate it and so on and so forth. But I also realize, and that's all that that will ever be. It's not going to yeah. be an eternal reward thing. I think it's okay. You know, I think it's okay to do it. I think it's okay to have pictures because mm-hmm. I want people to see what's out there. I want to inspire people to get off their couch, go to the beach, watch a sunset, get in a kayak, take a walk, do something different, you know, go mm-hmm. somewhere to eat. You've never gone before. Yeah. I want to do that. Cause I think that we should do it. We should enjoy life. That's what the Bible teaches. Mm-hmm. Have fun, do good. And I want to inspire people to do that. But I also realize, but there's no real eternal reward in that. You know, that's, yeah. that's it. You know, somebody gave you a like on Instagram. That's, that's all the value that it has. So you have to still have in your portfolio of living things that are done for God, things that are for the, the kingdom purely and solely. Yeah. I think sometimes we get caught up too much in the likes and, uh, all of that, of that entails and getting excited about that versus going out and living the adventure like you right. were talking about. Right. Right. Um, and the humble aren't worried about how they look. It says in Proverbs eighteen twelve, before a downfall, the heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. And I'm focusing on humility comes before honor. It doesn't just be humble. It doesn't really matter how you look. And I think with the silly human pride, we worry, you know, does a picture look me, make me look fat? What's the look on my face? And I do get that because I will, if I'm taking pictures of somebody, I mean, I will have them. You tell me which one you like the best. That's the one I'll use on social media. Yeah, of course. I'll let them weigh in on it because if they don't like the way they look, or I try to make sure, like if we did a picture of all of us, I'd try to make sure I have a photo that no one has you know, their eyes close. And if I look better in a photo, but your eyes were open in one, if we were together and they were closing the one I look better in, I'm not going to use the one I look better in mm-hmm. because if it doesn't make you, you know, if your eyes are closed, I'm not going to use it. Yeah. I'm going to use the one that makes everybody is best for everybody. Yeah. Not just me. And I think that sometimes people can get caught up in those kind of things. But since if we don't worry and we don't have that silly human pride, then we can apologize when we're wrong because we realize, Hey, we're not perfect. We can laugh at ourselves, and I think that's one of the, the great abilities that we can have is just we got to be able to laugh at ourselves, honestly. <laughs> to be able to say, you know, if somebody's busting our chops or whatever, or if I make a mistake and people are laughing about it, I want to laugh about it too because, that, yeah, you know, yeah, I made a mistake. Yeah, I said the wrong thing. You're right. That's that's pretty funny. I don't want to be take myself so seriously that I can't laugh about that stuff. You know, if I break something, if mm-hmm. I drop something, if I trip up, if I foul up and they're, they're going to make fun of me for it, my buddies, then I'm just going to, I'm going to laugh it off and say, and have a good time because mm-hmm. it makes you more likable. It makes you more real uh, relatable to the crowd that you're with, because I'm certainly going to bust on my pal if they mm-hmm. do something, you know? So, so I want to be able to be humble enough that I'm not going to worry about that. Uh, silly, silly human pride because humility is going to pay off. Yeah, I think it, I think it's a balance of, of that and sensitivity, you right. know, depending on, you know, who you're working with. I mean, it's one way if it's with guys. Another thing, if you're working with, uh, you know, ladies or kids or, you know, somebody who's more sensitive, you know, I think of, you know, kind of having that balance there, you know, of like humility, like we're talking about, you know, to be able to joke around and have fun with them, but able to be able to, to show them love through our actions and our words too. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Personally, like I don't tease people that, you know, can't take it. If I think you can take it, I'll tease you. If I don't think you can take it, I just don't. But I'm not worried about that as much as just for me personally. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be able to tell you as a humble person, yeah, I can foul up and you laugh at me. I can do something and you make fun of it and I'm going to laugh with you because I don't want to take myself so, oh my goodness, I didn't look just perfect. I've just found as I've gone through life, 
It doesn't really matter. No one's scrutinizing it that hard. Just yeah. get it out there. Don't overthink it. I think, too, don't lose sight of others uh, in humility. Prover- or Philippians uh, 2, 3 through 4, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking for your own interests, but also each of you to the interest of others. And you don't want to lose sight of people. And I think sometimes in pride, people lose sight of their friends because mm-hmm. they're so self-invested and so much thinking about themselves they lose sight of the importance of sending that person a text or keeping mm-hmm. in touch with them or just doing the basic relationship maintenance and things start to fall apart after a while. And I think that can be a dangerous thing where that'll cost you in the long run. So we can't get so full of ourselves that we're not thinking about other people or, you know, we're so special that, you know, we don't really need to put work in our marriage because we're just so good. We're such a great spouse. We don't really need to try anymore. I, I think, man, that is a dangerous way to think. Yeah, I think that's a dangerous road to go down, especially with your spouse, um, to be able to, you know, admit when you're wrong. Um, and even in things where you're not sure if you're wrong, being able to to kind of take the brunt of it and let, let that be done and uh, to apologize for it, especially as the man, right. and to be able to move on and move forward and help your wife feel loved and cared for right. and have the husband feel respected, right. you know, in the family. Why a player, he thought he was so good on my soccer team when I was coaching that he didn't need to practice. He would tell me that routinely. I don't need to practice. I don't need to work hard because I'm so good. I don't have to. And it's that pride and arrogance. Yeah. This was, this was a person, and it might not surprise you to hear, they did not get along well with their team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that kind of thinking carried on to a lot of other areas where uh, being unteachable, being uncoachable, you're asking them to do certain things for the benefit of the whole team. It wouldn't matter. They wanted to do what they wanted to do because they they were just that great in their own mind that they didn't need to listen. They didn't need to practice. They didn't need to try hard. It was a huge mistake because yeah. I feel like, you know, you're not going to get respect just because you're, you're good. You're also going to get respect because you work hard because you lead the way because that's your your personality and, and your nature. That's all also important. So to them not to try – I saw as a big issue. And again, for me not to try in relationships or not to work and put effort into it is foolish. If I think, well, you should just, you know, just like me just because I'm like, no, you should, if you're going to like people, you're going to like them because they're likable. You know what I'm saying? They actually did something meaningful in your life or encourage you in some way. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't stop trying. Uh, and also don't always think you're right. Proverbs 13, 10, where there is stripe, there is pride. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. So I like that where there is not that I like people causing strife but i like the concept that puts it very clearly if you have pride you're gonna have strife where there's wisdom you have taking advice because those who are prideful just can't listen to other people they Mm -hmm. just can't seem to hear what they're saying and really put it into effect where i want to be the kind of person where i'm going to learn when someone comes to me and says well man my experience has been you do that this is what's going to happen you do this this is going to happen i want to listen to that and i've seen a lot of problems come actually people not listening and taking advice and then getting upset when it blew up in their face and you're like i told you that was going to happen yeah i'm saying but you were so prideful you just didn't want to listen that was kind of interesting. I watched a documentary on Netflix of The Last Dance, and it was about the Chicago Bulls with uh, Dennis Rodman and Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, and Phil Jackson was their coach. And it was interesting. These guys obviously had pride. They're extremely talented. But he invested in each one of their lives and was able to speak to them as a friend right. to be able to coach them. Right. I thought that was really interesting of just the importance to be able to uh, develop a friendship with those who are talented um, and then those that might not be as talented uh, to be able to speak to them as a friend and right. be able to coach them along. Right. I thought right. that was a real talent that he had. Right. Which is a great coach. 
Well, it's always, like I said, it's always teamwork anyway. Uh, Proverbs 14.9, you know, fools mock at making reparation, but there is goodwill among the upright. And I like this concept too, because you're going to, you're going to mock at making reparation. What? I have to make something right? I did something wrong? No, I didn't something, I didn't do anything Mm -hmm. wrong, but there's goodwill among the upright. In other words, they're willing to make it right. I think another aspect of pride too is just don't envy people. Listen to this. Proverbs 14.30. I like this. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. And when I look at this kind of envy and this heart at peace, that at times comes from pride. It's the keeping up with the Joneses. It's thinking that you need to have everything that everyone else has or their success or whatever it is they have. Just be content with the things that you have. And your life's going to be way more at peace to say, I don't need what they have. I just need what God gave me and I can be happy with that. Yeah. It's a beautiful I was, thing. I was just talking to my daughter about that this morning, that it's not about keeping up with the Joneses or what everybody else has, right. but it's about the relationships that we've been given right. and to be able to enjoy those. And I think it's so hard because we live in a society of social media that we're constantly comparing ourselves on Instagram or on Facebook, but to be able to say God's gifted me for what I have and rem- reminding ourselves we are blessed to be where we are and right. who we have in our life. Right. No, I would agree 100%. And we hope as you've listened to this, it'll be helpful. Again, humility is something that God blesses. It's something that we want to have. We don't want to think of ourselves as being all that in a bag of chips, as I always heard it said. But just be a humble person and just be glad for the things that you have. Get out there and help others. Do for others. And uh, look out for their interests. And your life will go much better. You guys all have a great and awesome week. <laughs>